Introducing Face to Face with Success, a series of bite-sized interviews with interesting South Africans. This week on Face to Face with Success, I spent time with top designer Tula Cindy. What patterns make up the fabric of his rise to the catwalks of the world's fashion capitals? Stay with us and find out. And Tula Cindy doing what thrills him most. He's enjoying his umpteenth ride on the Anaconda roller coaster ride at Gold Reef City. When his growing fashion empire takes him abroad, there's one place he always makes sure to visit that destination's main theme park. For me, it's about adrenaline and it's about, you know, that kind of um, the feeling that you're taking a risk with your life, but you know you're really safe, but you, like, you, you just feel like you're on the edge. And we all need that every once in a while, you know, to just um, reshake those brain cells. He gets off the ride looking flushed and exuberant, squealing that he wants to go again. His zest and enthusiasm is infectious, but not enough to convince me to join him. I'm afraid of getting whiplash, so I managed to drag him away from the games to catch his breath and a bite to eat at a nearby restaurant. For Tula, the path to success can't really be compared with a roller coaster ride. Well, you know, I started in a fine art route. I'm actually from Clarkstop, which is a small town in the northwest. And um, when I was in Standard 5, I applied to go to the National School of the Arts because I wanted to do fine art. So I came to Johannesburg. I went to high school at the National School of the Arts. And from there, I went to fashion school to get a degree because fashion for me just felt like the best way to combine um, color, proportion, and um, to be in a dynamic industry. Because fashion is really dynamic. It's, it's part of society. It's, it's, it's immediate, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, it was very linear. From college, the day after I graduated, I was hired to be a designer at um, uh, Flisco. And um, does African textiles. I felt African-inspired textiles. And um, that's where I started. You know, I created a clothing range for them, and I did really well. So. From there onwards, I saw that if I could do this for them, I can do it for myself. You know, because I had a very unique vision at the time to have clothes that are contemporary, um, that travel well, that are modern and sophisticated and, and timeless. You know, because I was really tired of seeing disposable clothing. Because I grew up with seeing my mom wearing her clothes, seeing my grandmother having her clothes. And all of a sudden, in the last 10 years, people are buying stuff and then throwing it away or it vanishes or it comes apart, you know. So I wanted to create quality again and uh, value. Since those early days, Tula's classic and stylish designs have graced the runways of Cape Town, London, Johannesburg, New York, Paris and Luanda. His dresses can be found in the closets of some of South Africa's most stylish and celebrated women. He's best known for flattering, form-fitting styles that often come with the trademark Tula Cindy twist, Kinston at the waist. Cindy is the darling of South Africa's social media scene and a firm favourite with A-list fashionistas. He's undeniably a success. What does that really mean for him? That's a difficult one, but it's also an easy one. For me, success has always been about uh, controlling my own time, controlling my own destiny. And um, not in a childish way, because of course we all have responsibilities. You know, there's things that you need to do and there's the work that you need to put in. Um, but control in a sense of the work you put in being the results that you see, you know. And um, that's always been my goal, to when I wake up in the morning, the work that I put in 
equals the leisure I can have at the end of the day. So that kind of control, the control to have free time, the control to work harder and see better results, real control of my life. So that for me has really been my definition of success. That's why I feel like I am successful. And though I am, of course, striving for even more, but um, I am on like the right path. You know, one thing I've learned from being successful is to conduct yourself with integrity. You know, um, as a young entrepreneur, what you need the most is great support, you know, and um, your initial team is people that are there because they love you and trust you. They're not there for the money. Best believe it. <laughs> you know, and you, they need to be treated with integrity. They need to be treated as, as, as the stakeholders that they are, you know, because they're helping you build your dream. And um, I've grown with my team. You know, we, we are 14 strong now. And uh, beginning from a one-man business, then, you know, two people. Um, for us, it's been exponential, you know, and um, that really is it, you know, to treat people with respect, integrity, and to, to also to upskill, you know. Um, we make the garment from start to finish, so one person does a garment from start to finish, so that, that, that even if by any chance anything happens to the business and you have to close down, we have seamstresses that are fully skilled to make garments for themselves. They can go into business for themselves. They can train other people versus being generally disabled, which was big factories really do to workers where you make a sleeve for 30 years. You actually don't know how to sew. You just know how to make a sleeve. You really get a sense of Tula's generosity of spirit when you spend time with him. This commitment to empowering his team isn't just sound business principles. It's who he is and it's working for him. His brand new flagship store in Rosebank opened its doors in June. Humble son of the African soil, Tula is on the cutting edge of fashion. So I've already ordered a couple of dresses that I'm coming to fetch over the next few days. We opened a flagship store, which really is the embodiment of everything the business is, you know, from the decor to the look. And for us, what I want to do is really have these stores all around the continent because first, first, first of all i'm an african designer you know and i retail in places like angola nigeria tanzania and i want to bring the brands standalone stores to those regions so that is really for the next five years that is really what we're aiming for so stores across the country and stores across the continent from rosebank to nairobi and lagos and then the world it's the quintessential african renaissance dream Young entrepreneurs are springing up all over the continent, affirming at every turn that their dreams of success are valid. As we can see from Tula Cindy, this isn't just a romanticized notion fashioned from above. It can be done. There's no silver bullet, of course, but Tula does leave us with this timeless piece of advice. For one, to identify where you are needed. You know, um, most of us have got this dream and want to do this, do that. But if it's not what it's needed, you know, um, unfortunately, it's you need to tweak it for the market. You know, so that's the first thing. Um, get a market. And two, to, to be pers persistent, you know, to really be persistent and to gain knowledge about the subject you want to go into. Um, we have a kind of a very tricky thing right now where people are into this idea of mentors and whatnot as if that's a silver bullet you know and I always say to people the answers you need are in a book somewhere all the answers you need they're in a book you know so read up about the subject read up about your passion what you want to go into and all your answers will be you know all your questions will be answered without having to actually have a spoon feeding you because there's there's far too few people who are successful and those who are have very limited time but the library is always there the internet is there for those uses so yeah and thirdly 
um, to find a way to channel our energies into our business all the time. You know what I mean? So, um, because we always think leisure separates us from the business. But as an entrepreneur, even your leisure time needs to feed back into your actual job, unfortunately. you know. So um, whether you are resting, whether you are traveling, whether you are reading, it needs to feed back into the passion. So focusing all your energies, focusing all your resources on your passion. That's it for Face to Face with Success for this week. I'm Nikki Webigicha. Join us again next week for more stories of success.